It's time to dive into the latest news and updates from the Vegas Golden Knights. This is Nighttime at Noon on Fox Sports Las Vegas. All right, the Golden Knights are back in town, back in Vegas after a long road trip out east and a good road trip at that for the VGK as we uh, settle in here nighttime at noon on the final day of January. And uh, thank you for tuning in. Uh, Dave Gosher along with Derek Anglin, of course, on Fox Sports Las Vegas on the radio side, all of our social media channels as well. Great to have you with us on this Monday. There's a lot to cover here. Uh, and go to say the least. You've got, uh, I think, the All-Star Games here this weekend. That's the rumor. Yeah. Skills competitions here on Friday. Uh, real good road trip, you know, for the Golden Knights when you when you consider some of the guys they had out of the lineup. Um, so we're going to talk about that. Contract extensions. Steve Mayer, who's the chief content officer for the NHL, and if you haven't seen this, some of the ideas they have for the skills are awesome, including the Bellagio Fountains. We're hoping to have Braden McNabb on the show. He's one of the contract extensions that was signed uh, yesterday. So other than that, not much going on. Yeah, we might not have time for this. I don't know. It's uh, a lot to talk about. It should go by quick. Um, Let's start. I want to kind of get to the most recent news uh, with the Golden Knights. So just the practice is just wrapping up um, here at uh, City National Arena. Interesting, all the forwards were accounted for for the Golden Knights. Now, of course, no Chandler Stevenson still in COVID protocol. On defense is where you have some question marks. Dylan Coughlin remains out in COVID protocol as well. But at practice today, you had Caden Korzak, Daniil Miramanoff, and uh, Braden Pahal all on the ice on the back end for the Golden Knights. No Zach Whitecloud. Uh, Pete DeBoer just finishing his media availability. Um, said Whitecloud is out for the game tomorrow against Buffalo. Alec Martinez paired up with Alex Petrangelo today, but supposedly out as well. So his return uh, still not just yet. Nick Haig, day-to-day, as we all are. So you've got three guys on the back end. You know, White Cloud, who missed some time recently, he, he kind of uh, Pete DeBoer mentioned he tweaked his back in warm-up, uh, but was able to come back on the road trip. Not sure with Haig. He had that wrist injury, but played, came back on the road trip, and uh, not so fast for, for Alec Martinez. So some question marks on the back end as they move forward into their final game before the break tomorrow night here against Buffalo. Yeah, with all those guys out, it's, you know, for me, I look at it as you play one game, you get a full week off. So, you know, last game Saturday, you get 10 days off before the next game. So um, I think that plays a factor into it. If they miss one game, they get a full 10 days off uh, instead of, you know, five or six days. So um, if you are questionable uh, to miss one game instead of a bunch is uh, much better off. You wonder where things are at with White Cloud and Haig. As we said, they both came back from injury on the road trip. Uh, you know, with Alec Martinez, there was a part of me that thought, Derek, we might see him at some point on the trip. He was, you know, he, he skated, was at practice, was at morning skates. Um, they had everybody on the trip. Jack Eichel made the trip. Um, but, you know, we were kind of chatting in the office before we came over. The thought process even if there's any question now with Martinez and why it might make – he's missed the last 30 games. It might make a little more sense to hold him out at least for one more tomorrow night. Yeah, like I said, you get a full another week. And, yeah. Um, you know, any, anything head-wise, I think uh, you're better off being safe than sorry, you know, to come back for one game. And if you're not feeling 100%, uh, you know, one little hit can set you back weeks. So – you know, to get that extra week, it's is always huge. 
You know, if he didn't have bad luck this year, he wouldn't have any, right? He gets hurt on this fluke thing, right, with Brandon Duhame of Minnesota. Skate comes up, cuts Martinez. And I think it, it seems like it's a combination of, you know, we had that bad cut. I think they stopped counting at 50 stitches, but I can't, I can't even – it just pains me to think about it. And then, you know, maybe some nerve damage and, and, the, and part of it, head issues. Um, then it, it looked like he was – on the road to, to maybe stepping back in, COVID and COVID where it knocked him on his rear end for 10 days. Uh, I, I can't imagine, although I think he's probably pretty close here to getting back in the lineup. His level of frustration at points had to just be through the roof with all this junk he's been dealing with. Yeah, he's one of those guys that uh, he's going to play through everything. You yeah. know, he, he shows that the way he plays every single night. So um, I can – I can sense you could feel his frustration uh, just watching. You know, he, he's a great guy in the locker room. He's still, you know, one of the leaders of the team. But, uh, you know, they, they definitely miss him. What he brings on the ice is, you know, not many guys can can play his way. He, he sacrifices himself uh, every single night. And, you know, it's uh, – I don't want to say other guys aren't blocking shots, but when you see him blocking it on the rate he does, it makes other guys want to block more. And – um, you know, he brings out the best in everyone when he's on the ice. And, um, you know, then you throw out his offensive side. And, you know, when I played against him in, in L.A., uh, I didn't know he was as offensive as he is. And, uh, you know, it, it's uh, they're definitely missing him. But, uh, you know, right now the they're winning. They had a great road trip. Um, there's no rush for him, I don't think. You know, I'd rather – take a little extra time with him and, uh, you know, have him 100% come, uh, you know, March, April, and into the playoffs. To your point, he plays through everything, right? Came out after the playoffs last year, he played with a broken foot, you know, yeah. and I, I, again, speaking from zero experience, I can't imagine, you know, what guys play through in the postseason, Derek, but for that, you know, put that skate on, whatever you have to do to try to alleviate some level of discomfort and played through, you know, the whole seven games against Mini, the six more against Colorado, and the six more against Montreal. I, uh, that doesn't sound like a lot of fun. No, anytime you have, you know, and, and it's not like he's playing easy minutes. He's no. playing he's playing hard. He's, <laughs> blocking, he's shots. blocking shots. It's like how many times in the playoffs did, uh, you know, he's playing with a broken foot. How many times did he get hit in the foot yep. with shots? That so, wouldn't feel good either. No, so it's, uh, it's, it's one of those things that, uh, you know, if you're not out there blocking shots, killing penalties and all that, Maybe it's a little easier to get through, but uh, he didn't change the way he played with a broken foot. So it's uh, he's a warrior out there, and uh, he'll be a huge, huge addition once he does get back in the lineup. So he hasn't played uh, since November the 11th against Minnesota. That's when that, that injury happened. So you're talking, you know, two and a half months plus right now for Alec Martinez. But, you know, to your point, you hope, all right, you know, can they get through tomorrow night? You know, Buffalo team that's obviously had another tough season. Could to get through that game with some positive results, give him and uh, White Cloud and maybe Hague, you know, Hague's day-to-day, but could you get through that and then get to the other side of this? They don't have any games until the 8th and 9th that make up games against Calgary and Edmonton, respectively. So uh, nighttime at noon here from our studios in downtown Summerlin. Dave Gosher, Derek Englund with you. So the road trip, let's kind of maybe start at the uh, – let's start at the end. We'll work All our right. way backwards. So – the Golden Knights pull out this shootout the other night uh, in Tampa. But before we get to the shootout, they're in control of the game through two periods, right? I know you worked at the game on TV with uh, Darren Millard. They don't really give Tampa much of anything through the first two periods. 
And then things started to change in the third where they were under stress and siege for a good portion of the period. What did you see as you were kind of dissecting that on television? Uh, you know, you, you take those first two penalties and, you know, you, you kill them off. But as a, as a, as a player, you know, the, you want to stick up for your team. You get, uh, you know, Colzar gets one. I think it's, you know, they gave Maroon kind of a similar one uh, in the second period there. So they're going to give him that. And th- those are just the, you know, those are the, I, I said to Darren there, I'm like, that one's going to hurt. <laughs> because those are the penalties that usually, you know, those penalties are the ones you shoot over the glass. You, you know, the ones that are, you can do without, you know. Yep. Those are seem to be the ones that always bite you. And um, to give a team like Tampa Bay three back-to-back-to-back power plays is uh, never, usually not going to end up good. Um, you know, the PK was great all trip, but three back-to-back-to-back is uh, is tough to, to kill off all three against a good team. And then the ride momentum, you, you know, I think, you know, Pete said in the post-game interview, um, you know, four two-on-ones, they don't get a shot on. Yeah. You know, it's that's what you're hoping for, a team. They're going to they're gonna push forward. Um, you're going to try to hold on. You don't want to sit back, but it's hard to do. You're holding on to the league or lead, and uh, you know you're going to get your opportunities if you play right. They got four two on ones. They didn't get a shot. You know, I, I think uh, you know you give those guys those opportunities again. They're going to capitalize on one of them or get some shots, and you know maybe it's just one shot. You know that gets the team up and going a little bit more and playing on their toes a bit. The shots in the third. So the shots through two periods were twenty three to nine for Vegas. Nine shots allowed against Tampa. You do that against any team is great, and let alone a Tampa Bay yeah. team. You like your crazy. chances, yeah. right? Third period, the shots were seventeen to one for the Lightning, and the one shot, I think it was the Donoff from the center ice. From the center ice, just it's a shot because Vasilevsky had to handle it, yeah. make a save. But that was it. Then they get to the the, the overtime, which it's it seems like over the last few years, Derek. The overtimes have changed a bit like it it seemed it used to be just go 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 and there were three on ones and two on ones and breakaways all over the ice now it's like it seems like it's more all right roll back puck possession neutralize get a change try and look for a mismatch and then the chances are just bang 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 and that's what it appeared the other night in tampa there was a lot of all right there's not much happening and then all of a sudden there's teams that, you know, Kalorn had a break in. Carlson had a great chance for the Golden Knights. The, the nature of how overtimes are played, have you noticed that? Is I think it's probably coached better now. Um, have you noticed that over the last few years? Yeah, I think the the puck possession is yeah. huge. You, you know, any team's going to have, you know, you probably have three sets of forwards and, you know, two or 3D that you want out there. Um, you know, you can sprinkle some other guys in there, but – Usually that's a pretty good standard for each team. And the first, I, I feel like uh, over the first three minutes of that, each set of group group of guys, you know, gets out there. They want to bring it back, tire out the other team. You know, hopefully you can catch them in a change, uh, get your opportunity. And then I think, you know, the last two minutes, those six guys that they've been using or eight, nine guys that they're using, maybe a little fatigue, and that's when the chances start happening. You get one chance... You know, you give up a chance, your goalie can stop it. Usually it's coming back the other way with another chance. And then yeah. it, it, the Tampa Bay game, it was chance after chance after chance the last couple of minutes there. Each team had – so you get to the shootout, and Nick Waugh, who they missed in their previous shootout when they lost against uh, Toronto, right? I think he was in COVID protocol at the time. 
fantastic in the shootout. Made a beautiful move again the other night. Kind of has the, the leg kick going and goes upstairs on the backhand. But then it kind of goes back and forth. And I, I thought to myself, but I wasn't sure about it, that I said this must be the longest one the Golden Knights have had. It goes to seven rounds, right? But you said to me, uh, not so quick. And what jogged your memory on why you think that, and I, I'm sure you're right, why they had a longer shootout in the past. Yeah, I, me, I remember me and Nab are sitting there, and we're like, it's getting close, and we're kind of, uh, I, I don't remember how long it went, but I, I'm pretty sure there was a longer one. Um, and we were kind of like, uh, you know, who's going first? And we were ask, asking Gilly, you know, me or him first. It'd obviously be number 16, 17, 18 up there, I'm yeah. sure. But you know what? Uh, they're saving saving the guys, you know. Don't want to give our uh, no. give our moves away. You don't want to put the aces out there. Yeah, early, you, you, know? you, you, you don't want to show them your hand. Uh, <laughs> you know, you want to save that in case uh, dire need of a shootout goal, I guess. So it never got to you guys, though? No, never. And I don't want to say fortunately, but that was just the reality. It never got to you yeah. guys. I'm sure you would have handled it fine. Mark Stone even. I'm sure you probably saw on the Golden Knights uh, Twitter feed, they had a great shot of him coming off the ice. And, you know, some of the language had to be edited out. But, yeah. you know, he said, I uh, scored in a shootout. We won in a shootout. I scored in a shootout. You know, if you think about it, so they got to seven shooters deep before they even went to Mark Stone. So uh, he doesn't go that often. You no. Know? He yeah. doesn't. It's I don't know how what makes the choice choices up. Well, obviously, you know Nick Waugh's earned it. He's what seventy five percent right now yep. this year. Theodore scored. He's Theodore's usually pretty reliable, yeah. right? You know, um, but maybe Stoney moves up a little bit. Maybe and next time if it gets to four <laughs> or right. five, he's in there. You know, yep. at the end of the day, if if uh, a guy's scoring, you're going to keep putting him in there. And you know, Wazzy's earned that. Now he's seventy five percent. That's unbelievable. Marchie Theo. Yeah. I think those are the top three uh, every single time now. But, um, yeah, you got to go with what's working, you, you know. So they must track it, right? You guys practice it. You know, and they've got to have – I mean, I don't think there's any question. They've got to have a sense as to who's good, who flourishes when they do it here in practice. There's a – for all te- – it was interesting to me. Like, Victor Hedman went first for Tampa. You know, it wasn't Stamkos point – so when Hedman point Stamkos the first three out of the gate, uh, Vegas went Wa Petrangelo, uh, Wa Theodore, and Marcia. So – so, you know, you guys practice it. They've got to have a book on, okay, you know, the, these guys are good in these situations and get their rotation going when it's for real accordingly. Yeah, I don't know how the coaches do it. Yeah. I would like to know, but because uh, <laughs> I think I should have gone in at least one. Maybe you just play backwards. Start at the worst, right. you know, start at the worst. Let the, let the guys that are, you know, so like, uh, sitting I, on the bench. All, ga- all games are important. But if you got to a point late in the season, right, where you're in a shootout and the points didn't matter in the standings, you were set where you were going to be. Yeah, I think that's when you could break that out. You, you go could. in reverse order. Yeah, go in reverse order. It's you like, know? Uh, you know, when you're up four or five goals and you get a power play in the last right. two minutes, you know, you throw out the the, the – the guys that are killing the penalties, the plugs, me yeah, and Aber. stay-at-home like defensemen. You know, like me and Aber, we'd be out there uh, uh, delayed penalties, and me and him would – race to get to the front of the net and we one of us would want to be net front guys so it's kind of like that you know you're never out there but uh you know i think it'd be good it'd be fun yeah well i think uh i'm gonna recommend that not they don't care what i think but uh i think it'd be kind of cool late in the season well you look game that doesn't really who's uh who's the guy in new york uh that, that really deep play uh shootout and he went between the legs oh, the uh, D-man. merrick malik yes back in the day between yeah. the legs yeah. shelf ends the shootout 
I think you hey, would make it. I wouldn't. I would, would fall. <laughs> I would have toe picked and End doing up in that the move. Yeah. <laughs> well, nighttime at noon. Dave Gosher, Derek Englund. Great to have you with us on this final day of January. As we said, we get a full show here. Uh, the Golden Knights had three contracts extensions. They announced. Uh, yesterday, we're going to get into those. Of course, some players missing at practice. We mentioned earlier today, NHL All-Star Game, Saturday at T-Mobile. The skills competition is Friday. The NHL's chief content officer and executive VP, Steve Mayer. This is kind of uh, really his baby, these big events. Steve's going to join us as well. And we're also hoping to have Braden McNabb on the show as we move along. Nighttime at noon on Fox Sports Las Vegas. We're back to Nighttime at Noon on your home for the Vegas Golden Knights, Fox Sports Las Vegas. Thanks for stopping by, spending a little bit of your Monday with us. Dave Gosher alongside Derek Anglin, Nighttime at Noon on Fox Sports Las Vegas and all of our social media channels as well as we come to you from Studio 31 here at City National Arena. A reminder for you, friends, the spectacular Hotel Californian in Santa Barbara, California, is the newest exciting addition to the Foley Entertainment Group. Experience an extraordinary stay in one of 121 luxury guest rooms and suites. Taste the region's finest wines at Foley Food and Wine Society Tasting Room. And also treat yourself to an unparalleled massage at Majorel, the Macaranian-inspired spa, all in the heart of the American Riviera. Designed for domestic and international guests alike, Hotel California is the perfect destination for any traveler seeking a one-of-a-kind luxury experience. Hotel California in Santa Barbara's premier urban destination. Visit HotelCalifornia.com to book your stay today. The bottom of the hour, so 10 minutes from now, we will have Steve Mayer on, the executive VP and uh, chief content officer for the National Hockey League. Going to get into All-Star Weekend. Great ideas coming up uh, from the NHL for the skills. The Bellagio Fountains are going to be used. And then, of course, the game coming up on uh, Saturday, all at T-Mobile Arena. All right, Derek, just I want to – my OCD factors into this. We wanted to know the game you were thinking that it went deep into the shootout. You thought – you and Braden McNabb thought it might come to you. So the game was February 20th, 2019 against the Boston Bruins here at T-Mobile. Did you, I have the shootout stuff here. Do you have it? No, I don't have the whole thing. All I right. know Backus won it. Backus won it. It it was in the sixth round. Oh, yeah? Yeah, yeah. So it was. I don't know. Maybe there was a longer one yeah. there. I don't know. Well, it's funny now. Like, uh, it went long. six. Yeah. Here, here's the shooters for Vegas. Here's how much things have changed. So this is two. Well, no, it's three years ago next month, right? Brandon Peary started it out in the shootout. William Carlson went second. Alex Tuck went third, right? Uh, Jonathan Marshall goes fourth, Shea Theodore fifth. Oscar Lindbergh was the final shooter for the Golden Knights that night. That's a long time ago. Yeah. The Bruins went uh, Jake DeBrus, Patrice Bergeron, Brad Marchand, Danton Heinen, Tori Krug, and then David Backus. You know, I, I remember... Talking about it on the broadcast, Backus had kind of been in and out of the lineup for Boston at that point in his career. He'd been a healthy scratch, you know, recently, and he went in the sixth, uh, the that, sixth yeah. round. So, so now, now my thinking is the shootout the other night was their longest. Yes, I'm gonna um, do some research and try to find something. Our great stat man Ray LeBeff, who's uh, he's the best in the business. He would, 
He he's a high school principal at Mountain View Christian Academy. Really? So I'm not going to text him while he's in the middle of molding the minds of the future. Yes. <laughs> that Can't would do be that. that would be unfortunate because he should. If I did, he should text me back. Look, Dave, I have other things much more important than your little OCD going yeah. on right now. It's going to bother me though. I know, but we'll we'll get an answer. We'll get one. Don't you worry. Um, all right, let's get to. These contract extensions for the Golden Knights, uh, they were busy over the last couple of days, uh, re-signing three players to extensions, and we'll just – he's already been brought up often here uh, in the show, uh, Braden McNabb. So three years uh, – his, his deal was due to expire at the end of the season, and he signs on for three more years at an average of 2.85 uh, per season. Your thoughts on the signing, the money, and you know what he means to the Golden Knights, and what he even meant when you guys were teammates. Yeah, he's. It's. I think it's a great signing for both sides. You know, he, you know, could have he tested the market and maybe got a little bit more. Sure, I'm sure he could. He's worth that. I think to to any team. Uh, but he's been here five years now. Set up shop. He's got home. You, you know, to have that security and not have to worry. You never know one bad injury away from not getting it in my mind you take that and and run and he loves it here you know i think he he's uh made that quite uh, it's out there anyways that you know he loves it and signing that deal it's it's great for him he gets uh three more years the the commitment from the team and uh the team gets him at i think at a good price it's kind of like the white cloud signing he's uh yeah. um you know he he's out there he's like a marty sacrifices body every game uh and he's a big guy in the locker room so uh it's a great signing i think for both sides yeah the golden knights just uh i wanted to kind of uh, revisit this a little bit so my memory tells me which is always always a dicey proposition yeah in the in year one the golden knights early year one right late november uh 2017 they signed Braden mcnab with four-year extension so uh, four years at ten million. So what's two and what's, a half? What's that? My basic math. Thank you. Two and yeah, a half. I got it. Two and a half a year. Uh, so he's getting a little bit of a bump there from two and a half to two point eight five. Um, you know, somebody that you know, like most of you guys, uh, you know, paid his dues, spent parts of four years in Rochester. Uh, you know, then he's with the Kings for three years. The Golden Knights get him in the expansion draft um, from the LA Kings. You were saying earlier. Talk about the 100-100 things. Only two guys yeah, in the league, right? I think, so, he's a, I think yeah. True was the other guy, right? Yeah, 100, 100 hits. 100 blocks. 100 blocks. So far this year, that's, yeah. you know, for me, that doesn't go unnoticed. He plays a physical game and puts his body on the line, blocking shots, killing penalties. He's, you know, first over the boards to go kill penalties. Uh, he's a great, great picker. You, you need that type of guy in the locker room. you got to put, uh, you, you know, you can't have uh, – all Shea Theodore's out there. You need other guys, or Petro Angelo's, you know. You need those guys that are going to go out there and um, do what he does on the ice, and uh, and he's just a great team guy. You, you know, he's a guy in the locker room you want on your team, uh, you want to be around, you want to hang out with, and uh, like I said, it's just uh, it's a great signing for both sides. Alex Petrangelo called him the perfect teammate recently. He said he's just, uh, you know, the epitome of what a guy you'd want to play with. Braden McNabb's 31, just turned 31, um, 10 days ago, so – It'll be in the fold here with the Golden Knights for another three years. So uh, two other signings to speak of. Michael Amadio. So two-year extension for Amadio. 762.5, which is that a right around the minimum these days? I think so, I right? 762.5. I don't even know what's at yeah. now. But, yeah. you know, a player the Golden Knights picked up off the waiver wire, right, earlier this year, late October. And, you know, like – 
if they're healthy, is he in the lineup? Who knows? But when he's been in there, I think it probably took him a little while to get acclimated. Um, he's been effective, you know, and, and a lot of it's been bottom six role, fourth line role, but timely goals, had the only goal in their game in Washington to start the road trip with a with a shutout win. So what do you think of him in terms of he'll be here for another couple of years? I think it's, it's, it's great, you know. Yeah. It's a, I don't want to say a depth guy. It's a, you know, your bottom six, like you said. Uh, he works works really hard. Even when I go back to when I played against him in LA, he was a he was a pain to play against. Uh, he's all over the puck, all over you. You, you know, he's around the net. Um, you know, look at the fourth line that whole trip, five of seven goals. Yeah. Um, the other two were by D men. So, but all their goals are just outworking the other team and and uh, getting the pucks to the net, going to the net, crashing the net, and and scoring. And his goal in Washington, you know, shot from the point from how uh, shot that. Uh, yeah, Howden shot right. that, yep. and yep. he's right there to bury the rebound if he's not at the net. Um, it's, a, it's another great signing. He's uh, like you said, he's in and out of the lineup, but sometimes, but when he goes out, he comes back in and plays the same way. It's not, uh, you know, it's, you're not worried. He's going to come in and need some time to get back acclimated. But he just gets in and does his job. Nice for him too. Four years in the Kings organization, as you mentioned, Derek, and then last year uh, jumped. Didn't didn't. He played a you know bit with the Kings. Throw three teams, two teams last year. L.A. goes to Ottawa at the trade deadline. Starts off this year with the Leafs, and then I want to say we, we were him. in Toronto, right? Him up. Just came down the hallway. Yep. Yeah, yeah. So you know, for him, a little bit of security here for two more years. And the other player we want to get to before we uh, hit the break here, Steve Mayer uh, is going to be joining us from the NHL in a couple of moments. Uh, Logan Thompson, three-year extension for him. Um, you know, his story is. Is fantastic. It's one of those stories you love, right? Playing in Canadian University hockey a couple of years ago, emerges as the goalie of the year in the AHL last year. And, um, you know, who knows what the future holds for him, but somebody, a younger guy that has done so much. You know, they've, they've mentioned there's not much for him, much more for him to accomplish at the AHL level, but in the fold for another three years. Yeah, it's another great signing. You know, you get him, um, you know, close to league minimum. I don't know what the league minimum yeah. is. Um, but also for him, it's like you said, for Amadio, it's security. It's, uh, you know, a three-year commitment. He, he knows he's going to be here. He doesn't have to worry about that. He can just come in and play, and he's been doing a great job. You know, like you said, goaltender in the AHL of the year. The year before that, he was playing the East Coast, right? So yep, he, exactly right. He's uh, he's uh, come up through the levels. He's come, come played some games here and uh, doesn't look out of place. So he's, uh, you know, I think he's – definitely in their eyes he's he's one of the future you know i don't know backups you know what what not but he's in the fold for up here he's going to push uh whoever's up there and uh make them better too so McNabb for three years amadio for two thompson for two the contract extensions for the golden knights we have an answer our erstwhile producer tavis strand chiming in that shootout the other night was the longest they've ever had. Is it? Seven rounds. They had a six-rounder in Nashville in December 2017 and the six-rounder against Boston hmm. in February of 2019. So there you go. That's a long It wasn't play. that close then. No. We were just getting excited. <laughs> Usually it's done three or four rounds. Yeah, so. I know it. I know it. So there you go. That was the longest one the Golden Knights have had the other night. We're going to step aside. Steve Mayer, Chief Content Officer and Executive VP of the National Hockey League, joins us next on Fox Sports Las Vegas. Live from City National Arena, this is Nighttime at Noon on Fox Sports Las Vegas.
Great to have you with us here nighttime at noon from our studios in downtown Summerlin. Dave Gosher alongside Derek Anglin. Of course, a huge week here for the NHL and really for hockey in Vegas as well. The NHL All-Star Game and Skills Competition in town at T-Mobile Arena. Of course, the skills coming up on Friday, then the game on Saturday. And we are joined by Steve Mayer, the Executive VP and Chief Content Officer for the National Hockey League. Steve, great to have you with us on the line uh dave and derek here what have you been up to is this a slow time of year for you oh it's just so slow and, <laughs> hey dave hey derek how are you i Give mean uh, you know there's there's a little something this week but other than that nothing else no it's, it's listen it's great to be here in vegas there's a buzz uh always here for hockey this week even more all-star game coming up this weekend so we're we're really excited and yeah, it's busy, but, you know, these type of events, that's what gets the blood flowing for all, all of us at the, at the NHL, and this one's going to be fun. So the skills competition, I'm really intrigued by, Steve, and I, I know that uh, you must put so much time, you and your staff, into creating unique events like this, and you're in one of the most unique places on the planet bringing this to Vegas. Tell us a little bit about players that are going to be in the fountains here at the Bellagio for the, the fountain face-off, and then you've got some other things planned for the skills as well. So, you know, you, you said it. I mean, you know, to have the creative backdrop of Vegas, you know, you just can't do anything that's just normal here. you gotta got to think out of the box. And, you know, one of the things in, in our many times here – over the years, you know, we've seen or just you know, how how incredibly you know uh, unique this environment is, sort of entertainment based. And I think there's an expectation that if you're going to bring an all star to Vegas, you better do things a little differently. So, you know, we, we sort of thought like, what would feel different? What would be unique? And you know, we've never done a, a skills event outside the arena. It's always been inside the arena. And, and having some experience, I, I think a few years back when Derek and, and your team made the final, we put Panic at the Disco in the fountain, and we did a music performance. So we love the fountains and what they sort of represent, how iconic they are to Vegas. And so we're doing an event in, in the fountain where we're going to test the skill of passing. And essentially for fans, you, you, when you look at this this scene that we're going to create from above, it's going to look like we're building a rink in the Bellagio Fountains. Really cool, taking advantage of the fountains, the lighting, and all the above. We think that's going to be a great event. And then we're also going to do an event on the Strip, uh, shutting down the Strip for a short amount of time. Uh, but we're going to do a, an event which kind of combines Vegas and, and the NHL. Uh, we're, we're going to stroll out a giant truss of 52 cards. So imagine that, that and taking up the whole road. And our players are going to be shooting pucks at those cars. And every time they get a card, that's their hand. So they're trying to create a hand of 21, blackjack. And then, you know, the one who gets closest wins that particular hand. Um, I'm trying to describe it in a very short amount of time. But a lot of fun. Uh, the players who have heard about this, their reaction to what we're doing, has been pick me, pick me. <laughs> and so the All-Stars are really psyched on, on those two. And then in the arena, we're bringing back an old favorite, which is called Breakaway Challenge. It's where the players sort of 
show off their personality, do some very creative things. Trick shots are huge. They go viral. So, like, what will they do on the ice to show off their personality? And that's an event we're bringing back and working with the players who are going to participate in it so that we do some cool things that are very unique and memorable. So you've got Fountain Faceoff 21-22 and 22, and then the Breakaway Challenge that's coming back. How long, Steve, have you been pondering, thinking, I mean, you guys do such a great job with all these unique events, be it Winter Classics, Outdoor Games, All-Star Games. How much time did you and your staff put into this weekend and how you could make it unique considering the backdrop of Vegas? Well, listen, it's what we do, and and we, you know, we appreciate these opportunities. So once again, also be doing events in front of fans again, and you know, and we, yeah, we've been working hard on it. I'll tell you, we've got an amazing cooperation from all those here in Vegas. Um, you know, the police, the public works, the Golden Knights, um, MGM, T-Mobile. Like, it's just incredible how everybody has embraced us coming here for All Star. Uh, but, yeah, we've been thinking about it for a long time. And you know what? We've got a few days to go, and we'll continue to think about how do we make it better. Every phone call I'm on, every meeting I'm in, everything that we're doing with our entire team this week is only to keep on making whatever we're doing even better. We'll tweet till the, the last possible second. Uh, but we do think we have some foundation, some elements that, that will be really good and you know, again, we just hope the fans enjoy the event and have some fun. Well, we, the players are going to love it. Yeah, we can't wait to see it, Steve. I, I know you're in a time crunch. One more question for you. And I think everyone, they're all great. The, the, the players in the fountains thing, to me, I think is going to look fantastic. Um, how did you? How does one go about, go about testing that in terms of how, how is it all going to – how did you get to this point where you said, you know what, the heck with it, this is going to work? No, no, we, we've been testing. I'll tell you, everything we do, we prototype – we, you know, we might not do it in the exact condition of the fountains, but we, we build in parking lots. In fact, if you can find us uh, tomorrow, all day long, we're going to be testing some of this equipment even more so. You know, and, and it, that's always unique when you're doing an event for the first time. You, you, you got to get it right. And so, you know, we tweak, we, we find out how far the players need to be away from the trust. We we work on how the cards fall and how they, you know, the, all the elements that, you know, could go wrong, we try to test and, and make sure that they don't go wrong, you know. And so, you know, we really do take a lot of time to rehearse to try to get things just right. You just never know at the moment. But, uh, we, yeah, we just don't walk out there and pray it works for the first time when we do it on Friday night. So, yeah, there will be a lot of rehearsals all week. Everybody from the NHL is already in town. We're, we're building things around town. Um, there's, there's way more events than just the two that are in the arena. Uh, but, again, these are the – you can hear it in my voice. You know, the, these are what we, we love doing when we get psyched for. And, 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 again, you know, Vegas is a great backdrop, beautiful backdrop for us to have an all-star game. Steve, we can't wait to see it. Thanks for jumping on with us, and we'll see you this weekend. Hey, thanks for your time, guys. Hope to see you this weekend. All right, great. Steve Mayer joining us uh, from the National Hockey League, their chief content officer and executive VP. Derek, it's, uh, you know, you read the release on this, and you, you try to visualize it. Like, So they're going to have, like, it looks like platforms set up in the Bellagio Fountains. The guys are going to get out there on little boats or whatever. Yeah. 
and hitting, shooting at targets. And so if they miss, the pucks end up in the fountains. Uh, the one I and I'm intrigued by that because I think from a visual standpoint, and Steve even touched on this. If you try to think of the Bellagio Fountains as as a rink, almost that's what they're trying to create, and especially shooting it from above. I think that's going to be awesome. They're going to close down the boulevard. We'll see how that goes. <laughs> that only happens <laughs> so, on New Year's, right? I think, or so, the, and the the marathon. The mar- too. Exactly. That's about it. Yep. So they're going to have um, they're going to have 52 cards up, but. I think they're going to have some other trick cards in there too, where it might not be, you know, it might not be just an ace of spades or a king of diamonds. So try to get as close to twenty-one as you can without going bust. Yeah. And then I think they've, I think they felt that uh, the breakaway contest um, had gone, breakaway challenge had maybe gone a little bit stale in years past, but I think now they're they brought it back. They haven't had it since twenty sixteen. Is that the one that, like, Kane always came in Superman yeah, costume? Yeah, they dress up, stuff? which yeah. creativity, right? Yeah. You know, I think they almost look at it like the NBA slam dunk competition. So I think that'll be good for the players to be able to show some personality. But And to Steve Mayer's point, uh, you've got such a unique backdrop, right, with everything that Vegas has to offer. They've never done any part of their skills competition outside but we'll see it here on Friday. How do they follow this up next year? I don't know. It's going to be interesting <laughs> I don't to see. Know. I don't know, but they look forward to it, right? I just think that, uh, you know, and Steve made the point right out of the gates, uh, we weren't able to do any of this last year, yeah. right? To be able to to have fans back in the building, to be able to do events like this, um, yeah, it's going to be it's going to be a lot of fun. And, and you think about it, I always try to keep this somewhere in my thinking. You know, the Golden Knights have not even had a team for five full years. And here they are with hosting the All Star Game, and yeah. you know the, the you know the best of the best in the NHL that are here. Uh, it'll be a lot of fun coming yeah. up this weekend. It's gonna be a great weekend, I think. Yeah. I think the guys will have fun too coming here. It's you know everything's got to be bigger and better in Vegas, and yeah. uh, looks like the All Star Game will be too. It's what we do here. Yeah. So uh, nighttime and new with Dave and Shane. Great, uh, Dave and Shane, and uh, he's not here. Uh, Derek's here. Shane's not here. Thank heavens. <laughs> it's a much better show without him. <laughs> So Freudian slipping, go don't take hey, it. It's all good. The guy that's sitting hey, next to me, road trip with him. Looks there. like you has Every a beard, the whole you know? bit played, stay at home defenseman, the whole yeah. nine yards. Quick reminder for you folks: uh, be one of the first to join the Vegas Nighthawks family. Secure your seat selection priority today by placing a refundable twenty dollars deposit at NighthawksFootball.com. Full season membership will start at just ten dollars per ticket per game at the brand new uh, Dollar Loan Center located in Henderson. So check that out. Dave Gosher, Derek Anglin with us on Nighttime at Noon. We're going to step aside. Braden McNabb, fresh off signing a three-year contract extension. He will join us next on Fox Sports Las Vegas. Theodore gets a steal in the offensive zone. Slides it left. Good luck. Score! McNabb! Golden Knights take the lead. Three to two. On the goal from number three. His second of the year. We're back to nighttime at noon on your home for the Vegas Golden Knights, Fox Sports Las Vegas. As we roll along here, nighttime at noon on Fox Sports Las Vegas, Dave Gosher alongside Derek Englund. Thanks for tuning in as well with all of our social media channels. We are expected to be joined by the Golden Knights, uh, Braden McNabb here as well in the final segment of the program. Just, um, so we were saying, Derek, how do you follow up all the stuff the league's going to do in Vegas this year? So next year, the All-Star game is in Sunrise, Florida, home of the Panthers. So 
Not what, a bad spot. Wouldn't you think they'd have something beach-related? I don't know if they'd so. go all the way to South Beach, but Lauderdale, Lauderdale, would, do, Lauderdale would do fine. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, so that's next up. But, uh, of course, uh, lots to come this weekend. The Golden Knights have one more game, by the way, not to be um, – not to be lost in all this, tomorrow night against Buffalo Sabres. Those of you on watching on the TVs tomorrow night, ESPN Plus, no Dave and Shane or Derek or Darren or anybody else on AT&T Sportsnet. Tomorrow night on ESPN Plus. So um, that's the game tomorrow night, Golden Knights and the Buffalo Sabres. We are happy to be joined on the line by Braden McNabb, Golden Knights defenseman who was uh, signed up with the VGK for three more years. Braden, Dave, and Derek Thanks for joining us. Congratulations on all of this. Um, what's it mean to you to know you're going to be here in Vegas for another three years? Hey, thanks, guys. Uh, uh, it means a lot. You, know, you got us, Brady. And one of the original guys, no. original guys uh, here, Maybe. and to be able to play a few more years Anybody? here, it means a lot. So, uh, Not right now? Uh, all right, those in the, in the studio, just give me uh, some sort of sign when we have them, okay? Carrier pigeon, plane in the sky, whatever you want to. Let me know when we have Braden on the line. Um, you guys hear me? So you've got Braden McNabb locked up here for a while, Derek, and, and for the Golden Knights, you know, there's not – what is it? Six guys that are left from year one, right? Yeah. you got Braden, uh, Shea Theodore. Smith, the whole line. The whole line, and we'll carry it. Yeah. Yeah, which it's uh, – it's it's amazing how quickly it goes. So we're told we guys we have a little problem here. They're telling can we hear Braden McNabb? Braden, you with us? Yes, no, maybe. No. Hello. Braden, oh there you are. Can hey, you hear us, Braden? I'm here. I made her. Okay, good. Sorry about that. We we had a little some gremlins that we're pushing all sorts of buttons here. We finally pushed the right one. Um, oh, there we go. I'll repeat my I, – I don't know if you heard my question or not, but three more years in Vegas for you. What's it mean uh, to sign this, this extension uh, over the last couple of days? Yeah, it, it means a lot. You know, being one of the original guys uh, and being here for five years, and, you know, I always wanted to be here, and fortunately enough, uh, I was able to sign a three-year deal. So my, myself and my family were super excited to be a part of it. Nabber, congratulations, bud. Derek here. Um hey. Have you started looking at land in Saskatchewan yet <laughs> to add to the collection or what? Uh, I'm always looking, yeah. I'm yeah. always looking. Yeah, you never know. It's always uh, good to buy a piece of home. Definitely, definitely. Well, congratulations again. That's awesome. Well-deserved. Uh, no better person in that locker room deserves deserves that than you. Um, yeah, what do you uh, – how are things going? Uh, good road trip, by the way. What do you think of coming home with uh, five of eight points? Thank you. Uh, yeah, no, it was a good road trip. Uh, those are four really good teams. Uh, we played well enough to win each night, and we were able to get 5-0-8, like you said. So, um, you know, we were happy with it, and we got one more tomorrow against Buffalo before a break, so we got to take care of business of that and enjoy some time off. Is the game tomorrow night, Braden, you guys were a veteran group, and you've been through so much, especially this year, uh, with injuries and COVID, and, uh, you know, it seems night to night, you're not quite sure who's going to be in the lineup. Is is there a point of emphasis among the group tomorrow? Look, the All Star break starts on Wednesday and not Tuesday, and not overlook the Sabers coming up in tomorrow. They've obviously struggled again this year. Yeah, no, definitely, it's a big part of it. Uh, you know, they're they're a group that's going to work hard, and you know, we got to be sharp and be on our game and stick to our structure. And if we do that, we should be just fine. But it, it's the points are very important, and you know, we're in a dog race for uh, first place in our division, so. You know, all the points matter. 
Uh, Maverick, question. I'm curious about this. So we sit here now four and a half years into this, the Vegas hockey experience, and it's been unbelievable for all of us that have been here, especially lucky enough since, since the inception of the franchise. When your name was called and you're with, with L.A. and you spend three seasons there and you're going to come to Vegas, can you take me back to your mindset then as to what you were thinking going to a brand-new expansion team? Yeah, it's wild. Uh, I mean, at first I was kind of upset. You know, you build friendship and chemistry with the guys and the team you're on, and then all of a sudden you're you're out of there. So it, it was a little disappointed at first. but And then my expectations, I honestly, I had no idea. I didn't even know. I, didn't, I knew the strip, but I had no idea about the city. Um, I had no, I honestly didn't know about my future. I didn't even know if I was going to make the team. So there's a lot of uncertainty and, you know, as things went on, you kind of get more comfortable and, um, and the next thing you know, you're, you're playing a lot of hockey, you're playing some good minutes and you've got an opportunity to show yourself. And I did a good, good job of that and was able to sign an extension that year. And obviously the year we had that year was everyone knows how awesome that was. And it's been an uh, amazing ride these last four and a half years. And I'm just so happy that I'm able to, keep going for another three did you actually think you might not make the team your first year oh yeah i definitely did i mean there was uh we had a lot of defensemen i don't know if you remember but there was i feel like 1.13 defensemen and i i think i only played maybe one or two preseason games so it was it was uh, it was weird times it was a lot of uncertainty but you know things worked out Hey, what's been your read on this season, Braden? Uh, I mentioned you guys have been through so much. And, and I know teams go through, especially this year, the COVID situation. That's that's one thing. But the amount of injuries, I mean, yourself and Keegan Kolasar are now the only guys to play every game this year. How have you been able to overcome it as a group with all the adversity to the point now where, you know, heading into the, the break, you, got, you guys could certainly be in first place in your division? Yeah, we've done, you know, an outstanding job of handling adversity. You know, everyone deals with COVID. Everyone's going to deal with injuries. And this year kind of feels like the injury bug's been swarming around us. But, you know, we've handled it well. I think it starts with our structure and our game. You know, Pete's done a great job of uh, implanting that into us. And um, when we play strong defensively, you know, it gives us a chance to win. So we've done a great job with that and allows us to, you know, try and get a win each night. Hey, I'm going to ask both of you guys a question. Now, we have Braden McNabb on the phone, Derek Englund alongside. You guys were paired together for a long time, killing penalties. Uh, Braden, you're one of, I think uh, we mentioned earlier, yourself and Jacob Trube are the only two guys in the league this year, 100 blocks and 100 hits. I'd like each of you to take a crack at this. To block shots, what's the key to it to, A, not get hurt doing it, and, B, is it kind of a, an art form, Braden, if you want to kind of take a, a crack at it? Well, I think, you know, not getting hurt part of it is there is a little bit of strategy, but honestly, it's just luck. You know, if you you put your equipment, you know, you try and fill holes in your body with uh, equipment and whatnot, and uh, the way you turn your body can help. But um, just, you know, the willing to get into the way. If you want to get in the way and block the shot, you're probably not going to get hurt. But the second you're almost trying to get out of the way, it's probably going to get you in a bad spot. So. Um, it's tricky at times. It's like uh, getting the angle is the biggest part and putting your body in a good position where you won't get hurt. 
Quick thought, Derek. I agree. I, you, you need the willingness to uh, do it at first of all. And like Braden said, you you have the equipment and, you know, you get hit, hit in the spot that you don't have gear, you add a piece to your gear. Um, <laughs> like body protect armor. You. Yeah, you know, you add an ex- extra little chunk. So, um, But it takes willingness. And, and on top of that, guys like me and Naber, that's part of your job. If you don't do it, you're probably not signing a three-year contract or playing uh, long. So um, you got to do it. Braden, congrats. Thanks for joining us. Congrats, bud. Thanks, guys. Thanks for having me. And thanks for tuning in, everyone, on Fox Sports Las Vegas.